Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The argument to me is like, has Twitter failed in setting themselves up in the past as the judge of what can go out there? And I would say, yes, you have. You failed when you threw the New York Post off of Twitter for talking about Hunter Biden's emails. And it turned out that was a real story. You failed. That's uh, Bill Maher on his show on Friday night. The crowd not reacting to that, but he's... Oh, man, I want a longer version of that because he had several. He had a good, solid list of the times. Twitter's not just failed, but failed miserably uh, dealing with important stuff. Well, one of his big things is the hiding the possibility that the virus came out of that Wuhan lab that drives Bill Maher crazy but uh, and then Twitter banned that for a long time too but yeah but the, I mean I all fair-minded people agree that was a ter- including Jack Dorsey by the way the guy who made the decision at Twitter says that was a bad mistake so come on if the guy who made the mistake is saying I made a mistake surely you can get on board with the fact that that was a mistake yeah, yeah, you, you would hope that, but that would take uh, honor. That would take principles. And a lot of the mainstream uh, media uh, suspects, the biggies, are thinking, well, we'd have to admit we uh, not only really badly misled our our uh, readers, but that our entire approach is wrongheaded. So maybe we just won't mention it at all. Anyway, speaking of uh, Hunter Biden, among others, 
Listen to this, would you? You're not going to come across this information uh, in many places either. So there's this gal named Fran Person. That's not an anonymous uh, name. It's her actual name, Francis Person or Fran. She was an advisor to then-President Joe Biden for a while. She left the White House in 2014 and became the president of a D.C.-based company founded by a Chinese executive. This Chinese executive has ties to officials at the highest levels of the Communist Party of China. So she goes to work for a company with close ties to the Chinese Communist government. Now, person who emailed frequently with Hunter Biden and his longtime business partner, Eric Schwerin, uh, she, she emailed frequently about business deals associated with the Harvest Group in 2015-2016, the same period of time we're talking about. She made multiple visits to the White House during that time, including attending a White House holiday reception in 2015 with Bo Zhang, the Chinese executive who founded that Harvest Group. So you got Hunter Biden, his Chinese cronies, his company, this advisor to his dad, uh, all of whom or several of whom are then meeting semi-regularly at the White House while Joe Biden is the vice president. Uh, let's see. How many more of these details do you need? Um, Fran, I'm sorry. One mistake I made is Fran's a dude, I believe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Jill Biden says, Fran's been like a son to Joe and me for eight years. We traveled the country, shared holidays, et cetera, et cetera. He'll always be part of our family. Now, uh, they're claiming, and a person is saying, hey, no, it's personal visits. They're, they're good folks. We love these folks, like these folks. The fact that I work for a, a Chinese communist-tied company and Hunter Biden's doing millions of dollars worth of business with other Chinese-tied companies, that's just a coincidence. So maybe you believe that, maybe you don't. And we can dig into that a little more thoroughly at a future date. But I wanted to bring you this poll because it shocked me. Uh, this is a Harvard-Harris poll, which is uh, certainly not right-leaning. Uh, why don't we? I'll lead with the uh, Hunter Biden stuff, then get on to more general numbers. Um, Biden has a big liability with Hunter Biden's business revelations. This is the, the poll's own summary. This is not my editorializing. The laptop is seen as genuine by just under 60%. Really? Wow. And wow. I had to drill down. And the story was not <laughs> allowed on Twitter. And when Trump brought it up in the debate. The New York Times said, we'll have to decode that for those of you who don't watch Fox, because he's talking about this crazy conspiracy, blah, 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 blah. Now, now the majority of Americans believe it's true. That's unbelievable. And I apologize. I did not have enough time to do what I usually do, which is dig into the actual data from the poll, because it always makes me crazy. A question like, do you think it's legitimate? 58% say yes. Okay. Just under 60. Um. But it doesn't say what percent say illegitimate. It could be. It's only 12% and 40% or so don't know or mm-hmm. 30% don't know. And so you, you don't get a full view of the weight of opinion. But anyway, uh, as Jack indicates, I think it's probably significant enough that nearly 60% think it's legit. Uh, a majority, 58%, think Biden was definitely part of Hunter's business interests. They think the big guy is Joe Biden. What percent? I think it's undeniable. 58%. Wow. And that Hunter sold influence and access to Joe Biden 60%. 
And if these are found to be true, 67% believe they are an impeachable fa- wow. uh, offense for Biden. Wow. Wow. Let's see. Let me go to the original. So poll. is this the direction the Republican House is going to go once they take power? I mean, because it would seem like they've got the political wind at their back. And this is before they even really make their argument for digging into this. Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't know why you'd want to damage Joe Biden politically. In the, in the, you want to, it's it, it, being very, very cynical in the same way that Nancy Pelosi didn't actually oh, yeah. want to boot Trump out because she thought he was so beatable. Um, I don't know why the Republicans would want to boot Biden out because I think he's so beatable. You know, you're right, and it's funny, I didn't make this explicit. I was framing that as more of a discussion of, of the media and their sins. Politically speaking, I think you're 100% right, and I'm telling you, I'm the only guy saying this, which means I'm either nuts or I'm ahead of my time. First, they laugh at you. <laughs> then they laugh at you some more. Then they really, really laugh because you're an idiot. Then everybody um, realizes you're just ridiculous. To paraphrase Gandhi. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm the only guy saying this. The greatest crisis America faces right now is that Kamala Harris is the vice president. And I'm dead serious on this. You have an ancient president whose mental faculties are in sharp decline and everybody knows it. You have various crises going on around the world. You have this uh, selling influence thing that I'm guessing won't be able to reach critical mass because the mainstream media is against it reaching critical mass. Unless their progressive buddies in their newsrooms force their hand because they want AOC to be president or something like that. That's the only way the New York Times, the WAPO, the Alphabet Networks really come around on this story, in spite of those poll numbers. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so it won't. I don't think it will reach critical mass, but it might, and it won't matter because Joe Biden's losing his mind. And the fact that in such a volatile time with such an unsteady president who may indeed uh, be uh, enmeshed in a terrible scandal, the fact that we have a halfwit as the vice president is an incredibly dangerous moment for the country. I think I'm actually going to read this book, This Will Not Pass, that got so much attention the last couple of weeks because they're behind the McCarthy tapes. That came out, and everybody was talking about it. Um, but it's a book about both sides of the aisle. It's just in typical fashion, you know, one particular thing is the pre-publicity of the book got all the attention. The book doesn't come out officially until tomorrow. Um, but here's one of the blurbs that they were talking about on Meet the Press yesterday. Kamala Harris worried that Biden's staff looked down on her. She fixated on real and perceived snubs in the ways the West Wing found tedious. When Harris walked into a room, the White House staff did not stand up the way they did for Biden. The vice president took it as a sign of disrespect. Just giving you a little uh, a look into the feelings between the two and where her head is on this whole thing. And her very low approval rating, including 38% in her own hometown of San Francisco. Um, you're right. I don't know if it's the biggest crisis in America, but it's a heck of a problem. Well, I would say it's a ticking time bomb that is going to go off at some point sooner or later. And then when we reach that moment, and I pray the Democrats are ahead of me on this, but when we actually reach that moment to Biden has gone bust for whatever reason and can no longer serve, all of a sudden we're going to be staring at the possibility we knew was coming. And it's going to be this enormous crisis. An idiot is the leader of the free world. (laughs) 
And that little girl was me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That little idiot was you. <laughs> well, if she rolled into office with a 38% approval rating, that'd be something. I suppose the country'd rally around her if Biden actually had to check out. I don't know. I'm telling you, offer her anything to get her out, to get her resign, to get her to resign. A billion dollars, you can you can be the secretary of something. The what's your favorite country? France, great. You're the ambassador to France. We'll fire the current guy. Whatever, it, anything to get her out of office for the good of the land, for the good of the republic. And then some like like just regular Democrat, like Tim Kaine or somebody like that becomes president? Uh, somebody with a couple of brain cells. Um, she has no judgment, no instinct, no charisma. She got nothing. Nothing but, demographic, nothing but demographic boxes to check. I tell you what, find another uh, African American slash Southeast Asian gal. I don't care. You can have anything, just not Kamala Harris. Did you see the tornado footage, the drone tornado footage that came out of Kansas over the weekend? I tweeted it out. I did not. It was sir. the most interesting tornado footage I've ever seen. I think, and uh, really extraordinary. Take a look. We we should get that posted at the website, Hanson. So really, so somebody had a drone high up on the in the air, so it's looking at a tornado from a completely different angle than you ever see, but close. Mm-hmm. And the watching it go through a neighborhood in the way that we all know, in that you know some homes just explode into matchsticks, and the home right next to it is not touched at all. You see it right there, close up, happening. It's quite extraordinary. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, we'll get that posted to the web. There's so many good things at armstrongandgetty.com. You should go there every day, several times a day. That should just be. In fact, set a timer on your watch, maybe every half hour throughout the day. Oh, yeah. Just keep refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> like you're trying to get first row tickets to a concert. Just keep refreshing the armstrongandgetty.com. We've got more on the way. Stay with us. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You ready to march? That is Peter McAdoo, the founder of Birds Aren't Real, falling over himself to lead a flock of his followers into a frenzy on the streets of Hollywood. Birds aren't real! Fortunately, this rally, like most things in Hollywood, is fake. 200 self-described bird truthers, all in on the act, playfully protested the very serious-sounding bird drone surveillance crisis. If it flies, it spies, flies, it spies they chanted. <laughs> See, I love it. See, the, the kid that started the bird truthers thing and 60 Minutes trying to make a, 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 us believe, and maybe they do believe, that it's it's making some great overarching point about conspiracy theories and social media i'm not sure it holds up i think it's just funny and people are getting a kick out of it we'll hear a little more of it here we go he he did an interview on 60 minutes last night so what do bird truthers believe every single bird in the sky is a robot the united states government um basically massacred 12 billion birds beautiful living birds uh using crop dusting airplanes flying over over the states um over the course of 40 years. 
And as the real birds died, the robotic drones rose. Now we live in a world where there's 12 billion robotic birds watching us every single day. So there are millions of people that are like official bird truthers and show up at these rallies and um, they uh, had footage on 60 Minutes of NCAA games where you'd have Charles Barkley talking about the game and people behind him with birds aren't real signs. (laughs) Here's more from the kid that started it. I never hear anyone uh, asking, hey, why don't our presidents talk? They they, uh, tweet on the bird app with their left-wing or right-wing politics, you know? Um, I think a lot starts to unfold, and the matrix starts to shatter uh, the more questions that you ask. (laughs) Their left-wing or right-wing politics. It's all starting to fit together, as you see. They tweet out their opinions on left-wing politics. How are you not seeing this? Well, it's, okay, so it, 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 does the guy, I didn't watch the report, does he break character at one point or, or what? He, he, well, let's hear one more clip from him and then I'll get into okay. that. All right. What bird is most suspicious to you? Really every bird. How do you feel about seagulls? Uh, I don't trust them. I'll tell you that. Have you ever been to the beach and you got some food left over and a seagull comes over and tries to get it? That's not because it's hungry. You know, the mainstream media wants to sell us this lie that, oh, birds are hungry. Uh, you know, when in fact, the seagulls are taking your food to bring it back to the Pentagon for DNA uh, harvesting and testing. So wow, he, he, he's good. <laughs> yeah, he is good. And he drives around in this van that's got all the information on the side, looks like a crazy person's van, and talks about how they charge on power lines. All those birds on the power lines are, re, they're, they're, you know, they're recharging the batteries of the drones. That's what's going on there. And on the side of his van, it says, pigeons are liars. Um, he came up with this idea as a college kid, like spur of the moment, just thought it'd be funny and started yelling it at a bullhorn at an event. And people started <laughs> laughing and catching on. And he just said, oh, I, got, I got, kind of got an angle here. And he just grew it from there. Um, he, he he finally did break character on 60 Minutes and get into the explanation of it. When, when she said, you, you've refused interviews. Why are you doing an interview for 60 Minutes? Because of the clock, the, the whole time-related thing you guys do. I just thought, you know, I'm really into that. And so <laughs> and he started laughing. He couldn't even stop himself from laughing then. <laughs> but that's when they tried to make the convoluted, it's a, critique of conspiracies and all that sort of stuff and i kind of get that i just i just think ultimately everybody thinks it's funny it's like flat earthers that i know yeah yeah i get that it's funny the need to somehow tie that to trumpism or whatever the hell yeah yeah it just sounds like classic parody to me as a fan of parody since i was a little kid it's just a great parody yeah well and it's so far over the top i mean as you saw there are our politicians tweet left wing or right wing thoughts oh I mean, it's just, I mean, it's right there in front of you. How transparent can it be? Birds aren't real. If it flies, it lies. The it CIA spies. the CIA killed all the birds and replaced them with drones. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. long he can do this. <laughs> as long as the t-shirts keep selling, which will probably be forever. He did have kind of a funny story about telling his parents that he was dropping out of college to pursue this whole thing. And they said, can't you just stay and finish your psychology degree or <laughs> you have to pursue this whole birds aren't real thing? Bird truther. <laughs> oh, no, he's way better off doing this than graduating with a psych degree. Trust me. <laughs> if you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Just up the road from us, battle-weary soldiers take a break after nearly two months of heavy fighting. The Ukrainian government said the Russians have suffered heavy losses for modest gains. Yet the intensity of the fight has only worsened by the day. Everyone I talk to, and I've been to the region twice, uh, they can actually win this war. And I think that should be the goal. And I, I was pleased to hear Secretary Austin and Blinken uh, echo that thought, that they can actually win. I think a win would be to go on the offensive in Donbass uh, with this artillery we're giving them, the howitzers, um, <clears throat> and these lethal drones, and push them out. Um, yeah, the idea of uh, winning the war was seen as something we shouldn't say out loud even like a week or so ago, and now we have... Uh major players stating it as just matter of fact what does that mean does that mean 
just going back to this past January, or does this mean going back to 2014? Nobody's nailed that down yet, but uh, yeah, actually winning. An underreported part of this is Russia's occupation of southern Ukraine, which has hardened over two months. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal about that. There's a big chunk of southern Ukraine where the the Russian military has been in complete control of a fair number of smallish towns. But they've controlled these towns fully for a couple of months. Uh, I've got an example here. Russian uh, in Kherson, where they put up a big statue of Lenin in front of the courthouse. A statue of Lenin. What the hell? Boy, I can't. There are so many scenarios for how this ends in six months, lasts for 60 years, and all points in between. And each one seems uh, equally plausible to me. So Ian Bremmer tweeted out, this is the first time I've seen an even worse than Hitler analogy on Twitter that's indeed true. It was the mayor of Mariupol who tweeted out, Putin has killed twice as many Mariupol residents in two months as Hitler murdered during the two-year Nazi occupation of the city. The current death toll in Mariupol is about 20,000 compared to 10,000 dead during World War II. That's rough. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I just, I don't know how this ends. I don't know if there will be negotiations, what those negotiations will look like. And and we just had a report that the New York Post is running with that Putin's about to go under go under for cancer surgery. Uh, is that true? How sick is he? Nobody knows. How would that affect it? Is that why he did this? Because he thought he's in the last days of his life and he wanted to be hailed as the great czar of the resurgent Russian uh, uh, empire? Maybe if this goes on for years, like some people seem to think it will, I don't think Putin survives it. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I just can't imagine him surviving it. The devastation to the economy, the military for no gain other than something in Putin's own head. I don't think he survives it. Cool assassination. Something takes him out. There's mm-hmm. no way he has popular support for this. Well, the I mean, not, not, the, I don't even mean popular support among the population. I mean, popular support among the people like around him. There's no way that they continue to support this. Right. Yeah. I was going to I was looking more at the population. But, uh, you know, the, the decimation of the military is is terrible on several different levels. I mean, it really goes to like national pride, sure. which is a bad thing. There's an enormous expense to it, which means taxes and then uh, or fewer services as the military rebuilds and then there's fact that that we're talking about thousands of young men a huge chunk of whom were one-year conscripts who were just essentially they were just going to do the national guard thing for a little while because they have to and and they got sent into the meat grinder of ukraine i mean that that could cause serious popular dissent although uh, i have to be reminded over and over again that russia has pretty effective uh, propaganda control over especially the older half of their population and that a lot of Russia is fully believing Putin's lies. So, boy, popular dissent, that could be a long time and come. Yeah, no, I don't think that'll take him out. I, I got to believe the people close to him, although the, he, he built a kleptocracy, as Biden was talking about the other day, trying to talk about the other day. All those oligarchs, they're going to find a way to take him out. That's Man, what I That's my wonder. guess. You gotta wonder whether the anesthesiologist for this alleged operation, if it's true, just decides to pinch a hose. Says, all right, not our problem anymore. There you go. 
if uh, Putin is indeed going under the knife? Yeah, yeah. It'd be awfully tempting. I'm sure. I'm sure the pooter has gone further than most of us in interviewing our surgeons and anesthesiologists and the nurses and everybody else going to be involved. Uh, there's probably something to do with uh, if this doesn't go well, your family can say goodbye, et cetera, et cetera. God knows what sort of levers they're pulling. But man, if the guy's unconscious, that's tempting. Uh, speaking of war zones, by the way, I just came across this Afghanistan. You remember all that time and money uh, <laughs> and and uh, blood that we spent trying to squash their uh, their opium production? Well, in the enormous waste of money that was trying to install a Jeffersonian democracy in Afghanistan, that's being cited as the least effective and most wasteful operation of all. According to the independent U.S. watchdog, the special inspector general. So we'll just start this story there. That whole idea. No, 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 no. We're going to stop the farmers from raising uh, opium poppies and uh, start them growing watermelons and, and <laughs> not, not delicious really. ears of corn. Not really. You're making that up. Well, no, not watermelon, but, uh, you know, alternate crops. Wouldn't you rather grow cotton? Cotton's lovely. Uh, it didn't work at all. Just horrific waste of money. Well, the hot new thing in uh, Afghanistan, is now they're growing ephedra, which is the plant, and I did not know this, which is the natural source of ephedrine, which is the key ingredient in, that's right, folks, meth. Afghanistan has become a giant meth factory now on top of the opioids. Awesome. They're cooking up like really good, pure uh, Walter White Breaking Bad style meth and uh, mostly selling it in the capitals of Europe right now. So Europe is being swept with high quality uh, meth from Afghanistan. There's also a giant addiction problem starting in Afghanistan. And the Taliban says, no, no, you can't do that. It's illegal. But they they can't police the country. You know, Um, I don't even drink. Plus they need the tax money. I don't even drink, but if I live in Afghanistan where everybody is starving to death and living under the rule of the Taliban, I could see dabbling in a little meth to escape it all. Well, it's probably easier to get than than whiskey. You know, me, I'd prefer to get my drunk on because meth makes you all twitchy and you're up all night and that sort of thing. Um, But yeah, so now the, the lovely, lovely place that is Afghanistan is now both pumping out heroin and opioids and meth to the world. Good God. Unrelated to anything, I looked this up earlier today because it just popped into my head. I was hearing somebody else decry billionaires controlling our social media, which we've been hearing now <laughs> for a couple of weeks. And, uh, I mean, it's laughable on its face, obviously, with... Bezos running the Washington Post and Zuckerberg owning Facebook, whoever owns Google. Um, Jack Dorsey, who ran Twitter up until a cup of coffee ago, is worth $7 billion. So a guy with $200 billion, clearly bad. A guy with $7 billion, clearly all about fairness. All right, whatever. (laughs) Um, I've got this maybe when we come back. Things successful people do on Sunday for a stress-free week. I would stay tuned to hear that. I'm willing to bet I did none of them. (laughs) I haven't even looked at it yet, but I'll bet I didn't either. I probably did the things any doctor would say, well, if you want to have a rough week, that was a good way to handle your Sunday, you idiot. Um, Boy, I hope drink gin and tonics to celebrate a friend's birthday is on that list. (laughs) Several. (laughs) Uh, Stay with us. We'll close hard. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, using my carefully honed entertainment instincts, I'm going to hurry part through the part that is stupid and none of us will ever do to get to the funny part. <laughs> All right. Um, it's how to... Well, the, the headline was, Things Successful People Do on Sunday for a Stress-Free Week. I was hanging around a super achiever for a while over the weekend, and I thought, you're just, you're just different than I am. You're just built differently than me. I'm, I'm, I could never do the things that you do consistently. And don't want to. <laughs> and don't want to. And I'm not motivated to, or I'd probably be doing. Anyway, so I talked to her about the, something they call the Sunday Scaries or the Sunday Blues. I remember mentioning to my dad when I was a young man, Saying, man, on Sunday night sometimes, I just feel like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can go back to this job again. And I don't know if I can. He said, I've been feeling that way every Sunday for 40 years. So I thought, <laughs> kind of put that out of my head is just recognizing that is part of the human condition. But um, here's some tips that successful people do, apparently. Create a task list of things, three things you want to accomplish that week. You jot that down. So, you know, three things you want to accomplish the next week. Then you have your list that you made of three things you accomplished last week to feel good about the direction things are going. So you got your accomplishments from last week to feel good about and your things you're going to try to accomplish this next week. Uh, obvious question, uh, Professor. Um, what if I didn't accomplish anything last week? Uh, what do I do? Yeah. And then a self-care ritual. This is what you were talking about earlier. <laughs> 
Your self-care ritual was what yesterday? Uh, put ice in a glass uh, <laughs> and put some gin in there. Squeeze a lime, pour in some tonic, mix it, there consume you go. it. That's self-care. That talks about uh, uh, making your healthy lunch plan and meal prepping for the week and all that sort of stuff. My what now? <laughs> <laughs> your HLP, idiot. Make your healthy lunch plan. I might as well add to the list, also, grow wings out of your back so you can fly around rather than park. You know, other things I'm never going to be able to do. Yeah, healthy lunch. Is that like a term people throw around who, I mean, because we have a weird job with weird hours. And so, you know, the idea of breaking for an hour to go out to lunch or whatever, it's just not really part of our yeah, thing. Whatever. So I told you I'd skip the stupid part to get to the funnier part. What yeah. Americans would be willing to do to get one more hour of sleep? It says 81% of people say the amount of the sleep they get directly affects their physical health. What? Seventy-two percent say that the same about their mental. Who are you people who don't feel like the amount of sleep you get is affecting you? All right, maybe you get enough sleep. Uh, three quarters of people hit their snooze alarm one to four times. Blah blah blah. It has an effect on the relationship with their partner. I'd say it has an effect on has an effect on anything. Getting more sleep is so important to people, they'd be willing to do just about anything for one more hour of sleep, including a third who say they would never use a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> a third who say they would never use a spoon or knife to eat again to get one more hour of sleep a day. <laughs> Consider it done. <laughs> but the fork is exempt from this fascinating analysis. I have so many questions. I like who's presenting this option. Is this a, who, who shows up to me? Is this like a, I don't know, some robed character with a sickle in his hand? If you're willing to give up a spoon for the rest of your life, the humble spoon, we'll give you one more hour of sleep per day. Right. Is it the spoon and the knife, or is it an or proposition? Says or, spoon or knife. But still, i got to give up the spoon. Oh, uh, yeah, eating my cereal with a fork is not going to be fun, but heck, an extra hour of sleep would be nice. Well, I'll, I'll tilt the bowl, unless I'm armless in this scenario <laughs> as well, which is not much more ridiculous than the original premise. <laughs> no kidding. Well, even then, I'd stick my face in the bowl and just get all wet. A third of people would give up their favorite streaming service for a year, only a year. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, 30% of people would wear their most uncomfortable pair of shoes for a week to get one more hour. <laughs> Again, similar to the spoon situation, I don't see the connection. That's it. I'm going to wear my most uncomfortable pair of shoes. Uh, 28% would never go to a concert or sporting event again. A quarter would sleep on the floor for a month. Mm, well, that wouldn't help. do you any damn good. So you get a more a one extra hour on the floor. For a month. Of tossing and turning and wishing you were in a bed. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, eat the same food for dinner every day, 28%. That is a pretty funny. Uh, it doesn't put on here because uh, it's apparently not an option. I don't know. I'll phrase it this way. 100% of us could get an extra hour of sleep by going to bed an hour earlier. But uh, They we, didn't ask that. But we I don't guess. do that, do we? Well, that's hilarious. That's so, what, the they just funniest example. <laughs> of coming up with possibility. I mean, because I could see sitting around like all day and saying, all right, would you be willing to get a second degree burn to get to another hour of sleep today? Would you be willing to be attacked by a possum to Ooh. get an hour? I mean, right. what? It- <laughs> now your second to uh, biggest toe. We'll take that. Would you? Does that sound fair? No. Um <laughs> Would you be willing to have your TV kind of lose its picture 
once every 45 minutes for you're, like a minute. You're only allowed to pee once a day. Would that be a trade-off? No. <laughs> Would you be willing to have a stranger sh- throw sand in your face once a day? What are you talking about? I don't... Just go to bed earlier. Shut up. <laughs> Wear uncomfortable shoes for a week. Or live forever. The, 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 the extremes don't make sense to me. So giving up streaming for a year, I would do that for very little gain. I mean, that's not that hard. As opposed to, then they compare that to never using a spoon for the rest of your life. All right. <laughs> Whatever, you weirdos. I just love stuff like that. Or a knife. Giving up the humble knife. I mean, think about it. You'd just have to pick up a steak and start gnawing on it in your hands. Sleep is your hands that get so greasy. Sleep is such a weird thing. We all want it so bad. We want all want more so so much, but we just are unwilling to change our lifestyles to do it. It's just it's it's interesting. Yeah, it really helped me when when the kids you know went off to start their own lives. Just because uh, the the reason we all stay up too late mostly is that we want to do something masturbation we enjoy. right oh what <laughs> okay well well i do um but uh, yeah you want to do something for you something self-indulgent fun relaxing whatever while you're conscious yeah well when when you got the empty nest you have a little more time for that ah i get that follow-up on that with my final thought. It's time for that now with Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, our technical director, pressing the buttons, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Yeah, I traveled over the weekend, and I went into a nice hotel room, but it had a lousy bed. It was one of those beds that was you had to stay perfectly still, because if you moved it all, it it was so noisy it would wake you up. Oh, no. So I had to find one position and just try and stay there. It really sucked. Oh. That's bad. That's bad. Young Alex is off on a little break. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us? A little break? It's his honeymoon and his marriage, for crying out loud. Yeah, what Joe was just talking about, and I'm not complaining about this. I signed up for it on purpose, and I will be very sad when it's over. But, like today, I'm sure, it'll be work, laundry, grocery shopping, helping with homework, Dinner, cleaning up dinner, reading before bed, getting kids to bed. And then I'm supposed to just, and there, I've done stuff like that all day long. Time to brush my teeth and go to sleep. Of course not. It's a little me time. It's a little watch something stupid on television time or whatever. Yeah, and that has a way of kind of sprawling out of control, too, in my experience. Uh, so my final thought uh, on Friday was that I my knee was killing me, and I thought I'd figured out what it was. Well, as usual, the self-diagnosis was inaccurate. It's something fair, uh, fairly mundane, but uh, just the aches and pains of age as the body continues to fall apart. Tell you what, youth is wasted on the young. No, what you want to do is you get, give yourself Internet cancer. Look up your, your problems and uh, some <laughs> medical website and diagnose yourself and then c- concern yourself with all the things it might be. I think we should all do that more often. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Yeah, I wish it was that. It was kind of the opposite. More like, yeah, I think I s- strained something. The doctor's like, no, that's going to hurt for the rest of your life. Oh, boy. Oh, thanks, Doc. Anyway, go to armstrongandgetty.com. If you missed a chunk of the show, get Armstrong and Getty On Demand, the podcast. The hot links are always great to click upon. Grab yourself some swag. The sports bra, very comfortable, ladies. And drop us an email. The hot links are so hot. See you tomorrow. God bless America. 
Armstrong and Getty. I don't want them anywhere near here. I think that you may be over-egging the pudding a bit. No, 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 no! No! That's noise. No, no. That's not what I was told. So everybody chill. Oh, so, uh... Just shut up! It's, it's really serious. They're locking up my toothpaste. Yeah. And the Matrix starts to shatter. Karma is a cruel thing. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.